Greetings, listeners, greeting family and friends. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the And I Am podcast. I am your host. I am your coach in this season of your life, Ann Billingsley. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Thank you all for tuning in over and over and over again. It is truly appreciated. All right, y'all, let's jump right into this new episode. This is entitled None Other Than Beauty for ashes amen and you know we have to start off with a key scripture and my key scripture is Isaiah 61 and 3 and it reads to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give unto them beauty for ashes the oil of joy for mourning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they may be called trees of righteousness the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified amen that's beauty for ashes Isaiah 61 and 3 you all go read that on your own time sometimes beauty may look different in the eyes of every beholder but in the eyes of God beauty is who he is he's such a beautiful God so I just wanted to get into this and we're going to talk a little bit about beauty for ashes I actually ran across a blog by Debbie McDaniel this was on the crosswalk.com and um, she entitled this blog God can bring beauty from ashes what this promise means so I'm just going to read a little bit about it then I'll go into my own personal testimony and how God has promised me beauty for ashes and how I am living the beauty of the Lord even on today I am seeing the beauty come from the ashes of life that life has tried to throw my way but I thank God for being a reviving God that knows how to remove ashes that you won't have to live in grief or in sorrow or you won't have to live a life where you we we are to repent daily but we don't have to live a life where we're repenting from things that God has already forgiven us for come on he will take that grief from you he will take that sorrowful way of living from you and give you beauty for it so yes we are to repent daily but don't go back and allow the enemy to put something in your head and put doubt and uh, guilt and in your mind and in your spirit that you're repenting and crying to God um, from something that you did two years ago, you know, or something that you did three days ago. The moment that we repent, we are to have a sorrowful life, um, you know, feel sorrowful for the things that make God uh, feel sorry. But we don't have to live a life of grief, you know, where we are just uh, repenting and repenting for something that happened five days ago. And I found myself doing that one day and God let me know that I'm gonna give you beauty for ashes, even the more, the oil of joy for mourning and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Amen, that we may be called the trees of righteousness. So here we go. Um, Her blog says that not exactly a night happy thought to get your day going to think that we must live in grief all the time but the reality of it all is it's deep because many of us know life is not always happy sometimes it hurts sometimes it's hard sometimes it's dark and it leaves a mark like ashes of grief 
in the deepest part of our souls where no one but God can really see. You may understand if you have ever felt these ashes, you've ever lost a loved one or had to say goodbye too soon, left to journey through dark days of grief, wondering if you'll ever have to carry on without them on your side. You ever received a hard diagnosis, faced fear of the unknown, or felt the effects of disease and pain. If you ever sat on the bedside of a dying friend and held a hand that once was strong, whose life had been cut short from the, the rages of cancer. You've ever been to a funeral, lost a sweet baby or a precious child, or watched an endless tear flow from the hurting souls of a mother or father. You've ever been deeply wounded or betrayed, abused or mistreated. You've ever walked through the fire of hard situations and wondered if you'll ever come out on the other side. Yes, it's true. Life is not always happy. It's not always easy. It's deals harshly sometimes. It seems unfair. And you may wonder where God is or why he didn't stop that difficult event or illness from happening. Job was there too. The righteous man who loved and honored God, yet he lost everything. It crumbled around him. All he held dear and he knew without God, he was nothing. And we find him in the beginning of the book of Job. He sat in the ashes. That's Job 2 and 8. It says Daniel was there. Tamar was there when she trusted but yet was portrayed. And it just lets us know about the different people that went through ashes before their beauty in the Bible. The beauty in ashes really means that his truth says he was there in the midst of it all. Though we may not always see it or feel it or even understand it, we can know beyond a doubt that he is now. He still and he is to come. He is with us to provide for those who grieve, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. That's Isaiah 61 and three. For he will never leave us or forsake us. His love for us is greater than we can even imagine. Though we live in a world where we face trouble many days, Jesus remind us in John 16 and 33, in this world you will have trouble, but take courage for I have overcome the world. And this blog is really good, y'all. I pray that you all can log on to her blog and just read it. I'm going to subscribe to it and also follow her on social media because this really, really touched my heart. I thought it was a blessing. So I just thank God for this and um, I just thank God for you all for tuning in today we're going to dig into beauty for ashes and what that means to me and i pray that you all can email me and let me know what beauty for ashes mean to you email me at keep going llc3 at gmail.com again that's keep going llc3 at gmail.com let me know what beauty for ashes mean to you all right so y'all i wanted to share something very intimate with you first we'll say a congratulations because i am wrapping up on my third book which is entitled keep going the press the prayer and the perseverance and I'll tell about how I had to pray how I had to press and how I had to persevere through life this is an exclusive um congratulations this is an exclusive release I haven't told anyone else this so this is a release only to my listeners I bless God for you all I'm truly am grateful um, because I just feel like this is an ex excitement to reach 
people and just to, you know, share my heart and to share the word of God and just to uplift, encourage and motivate you to keep going for this is the and I am podcast, right? <laughs> All right, y'all. So this is something that I wanted to say. Congratulations to this. And I wanted to tell you why God has told me that he wanted to give me beauty for ashes because I won't tell too much of my book, but I just want you all to know that I'm going to talk about um, the things that I went through in my childhood. I'm going to talk about the things I went through once my mom, dad, and how I felt uh, very defenseless uh, growing up, not having a mother, not having that mama bear to protect me. I'm going to talk about middle school and feeling uh, insecure and isolated. I'm going to talk about the people that came into my life, the women who, um, you know, that mistreated me. I'm going to talk about um, high school, you know, about the abortions that I went through. I want to talk about all the ashes of grief, everything that the enemy put in the plot that he plotted against me in God's plan. But of course, you all know that God's plan prevailed because here I am blessing God and I am truly a living testimony. And many of you out there, you are a living testimony. So most time the enemy will try to tell you that you don't have meaning, that you um, you shouldn't live. What is it to live for? You're about to give up. But one time God whispered to me and he said, give up. What would you give up and do? There's nothing to go back to. He's a God that moves forward. He innovates. So we are to do the same. Yes, he's the same today. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. But he doesn't want us to live in the past. He doesn't want us to live in our yesterday. This scripture came to me when um, when I was thinking about uh, moving forward in God. And it says, behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? Do you not know it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. That's Isaiah 43 and 19, y'all. God will make a way. Whatever's in your life that's not supposed to be, he will remove it. Whatever has fell down and sometimes things that was built on a rocky foundation, he will rebuild it. God is just that God. He is so, he's magnificent and powerful to me. So I do want to talk to you all today just about the, the ashes that was in my life and I've I've experienced a lot of ashes but God has blown them ashes out of my life so I won't have to uh, build a life on top of grief build a life on top of me feeling like a victim but I can you know build my life from a place of victory so yes troubles may come trials tribulations may come um afflictions may come you know the bible tells us that many are the afflictions of the righteous but god shall deliver us from them all he also um told us that the the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much so continue to fervently pray pray press and persevere the name of my new book the subtitle so i'm excited about that y'all i will let everyone know when it's released i want to work diligently on it because we know that the diligent hand shall bear root so we just thank god for that so i thank god for you all too so let's talk about something that i experienced um when i was uh in my early 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 20s and having a baby and having to go to through single parenting um that was a grievous process for me until i laid it out on the line and just told god to be a help 
to be a way maker, to be water in the desert, to make every crooked way straight. And those times I had to pray because I was going through a lot of grief. I was going through a lot of rejection, you know, where I would see people celebrating online and being invited to uh, dinner and uh, restaurants. And I didn't, I missed, they must've missed my name. You know, my phone never went off, you know, things like that. God doesn't want us to live from that place from that eye gate of grieving, grieving, but he want us to see and pray and be from a place of victory. So just recently, it was very hard for me to pray, y'all. I was waking up every morning. I'm a person that rises early and love to get before God and pray. But I lately, since I was going through something, and I'll tell you all that too in the book, I was going through something and I um, will wake up and pray and cry out to God and ask him to heal my heart and I took a loss, you know, I took a loss and uh, me and my husband, we took a loss and you guys got to get the book to, you know, get more detail in it. And I might release it as time go on through podcasting. Just follow me. Stay with me, y'all. Subscribe to it and just stay with me because there is so much God wants to for me to to pour out and to share in the wisdom that he wants me to share. So um, I was praying from that place. And as God began to grow me up and mature me from that area and show me supernatural things, I will wake up and still try to pray from that place. And as I got online, um, my sister who's near and dear to my heart, Elder Leandra Green, she put up a status. That's another great person to follow on social media too, you guys. So she put up a status and the status said, pray from a place of victory. And I was just like, oh my God, that was a revelation that hit my spirit so hard because I was still praying from a place of grieving. Since I took that loss, I was praying from that place. Not saying that that wasn't a great place to pray from because God does care about us grieving. He does care about everything that we go through. Um, But it was time for me to shift and I missed the shift and I was still praying from that place of of grieving and um, hurting and it was time for me to shift and pray from a place of victory to come from defeat to victory and when I tell you I logged off of Facebook which here's a plug is one of my greatest distractions Um, it is one of my greatest platforms that I get to speak and, you know, connect with people and minister and, you know, share any invites. However, at the same time, it can still be a a place of distraction. So you guys know your greatest distractions and eliminate them, balance them out so that you can put your hand to the plow. All right. That was a nugget. So here I go. So I said, okay, so I logged off and I, I I got down on my knees and I started telling God how grateful I am of him. And I started thanking him for the promises that are still yes and amen. I started telling him how much he mean to me. I started prophesying over my own life. You will do great things on the earth. You will reach women from the north, the south, the east, and the west. You will not be timid. You will not be afraid. Every word curse that was spoken against you have died, has will the way it has no life and no substance in it and I just when I tell you the Holy Spirit broke through in me 
I was so grateful, like, oh my God, thank you, Lord. So I just wanted to share that revelation with you all to pray from a place of victory, not from a place of defeat, not always from a place of grievance. Yes, God cares about you grieving. He cares about depression. He cares about oppression. He cares about suppression. He cares about you being hurt in the church. That happens. It happens. I'm a living witness to it. He cares about all that, but he also wants you to take those things, cast it up on him and shift when it's time to shift. Go when it's time to go. Rebuild when it's time to build again. Come on. He wants to restore. In order to re, you have to do again. The, the, the prefix re means to do again. So if he wants to rebuild, that means something was built and it could have been on faulty ground. So now he's saying build again. It could have been on good ground, but you allowed the cares of this world to choke it out of you. And now it's time to do again to rebuild so he's saying i'm doing a new thing in you to do again something new because when you receive god as your lord and savior you receive christ in your heart there was something new took place there so now he wants to continue to renew us so once i was praying and i heard the word remove i'm saying okay god what do i need to remove is it the speck from my eye before i try to remove a speck from another's eye what is it i just wanted to examine my my husband also um, shout out to him <laughs> Martinez Billingsley he is the host of Macchiato's music and the scriptures podcast I love him so much we were talking the other day and I was sharing my heart and he told me that maybe you need to examine yourself and see where you are right now you know you help a lot of people you may help a lot of women but sometimes you have to step back and examine yourself you have to ask God to search your heart and reveal to you the things that should come out, any impurities. And at first I was a little um, just thinking like, oh, okay, honey, um, no, that ain't the answer I'm looking for. I need something else. Like I was just searching for what I wanted to hear, but it was the hard truth. You know, it was something that I needed. It was time for me to step back from social media and put my hand to the things that God wants to do in my life. So I want to finish my book. I, I know and I'm saying this before an audience and a witness of people that I will finish in 2020. I'm going to continue to podcast. I will continue on throughout 2020 until God says to stop or to do something different. And I just want to be led by the Lord and be pleasing to the Lord in this season. So I pray that that is something that you want to do too. I'm an open book, y'all. Whatever I'm free from, when God tells me it's time to release that part and what platform, because every Every platform is don't get the same release. Every audience can't can't handle your testimony and the things that God revealed through you. So I'm learning that to to be led by the Spirit of the Lord. So um, I do want to let you know that me and my husband we did go through something in March and we took a loss. And I just want um, you all to know that no matter what you lose, God can re re um, he can do it you know he can heal you just pray from a place of victory once you already pray from your place of grieving once you already play prayed from a place of 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 being sad and being uh, maybe depressed and a lot of times we're going through quarantine right now and a lot of times people can't take the pressure of being by themselves 
people can't take the pressure of being alone. You know, we have to really rely on the word of God. That's the only way we are going to make it. When the Bible says he'll never leave you or forsake you, you got to know that it's true. So if you opening your door and you letting anyone in that it's not supposed to be there, you are inviting them into the company of the Lord. So you do not want to do anything in his sight that is not pleasing because you will find yourself praying from a place of sorrow and repentance the world way, not just any old way. You know, we are supposed to pray godly sorrow, but you'll be praying from a place of flesh, you know, of disappointment where you're disappointing your God. And that's what I used to pray for. You know, it was a struggle for me in 2000 and maybe I can say seven and eight. Um, I was pretty good in 09 and I fell again in 2010 and I just felt like I was really disappointing my father at this point. I was tired of searching for a man and I just said, you know what? I want God to be my man. I want him to be my first husband. He's going to teach me how to date. He's going to teach me what to say. He's going to teach me what to wear. And when I tell y'all, God came and did just that. <laughs> and in due time, in due time, the Bible tells after we have suffered a while, he will come and establish us and support us and he'll renew us so once you go through the suffering because you're going to suffer with God or you'll suffer without him it's better to suffer with him that he can help you to bear your cross than to suffer without him where there's no hope for tomorrow you know, the Bible tells us in the book of the Proverbs that a just man falls seven times, but rises up again. But the wicked fall and they are in a snare because there's no hope there. We have hope in Christ Jesus. So we'll have hope if we fall. And that doesn't mean to uh, continue to fall, you know, continue to take God's grace uh, for granted. It doesn't mean to continue, continue in sin that his grace may abound. It doesn't mean to uh, premeditate your sin premeditate your fall but it just means that if so happen you fall you happen to um and when we say fall we just mean go back into the place where god may have delivered you from or the struggles of the flesh or the struggles of gossiping or anything that may cause you to not walk upright before god that's what we mean by that because we know that the bible tells us that god is able to keep us from falling which he is but you don't want to choose to go back down a path that God delivered you from. The Bible also tells us it's like a dog going back to lick up his vomit. So we want to press towards the mark of the high calling and put our hand to the plow. There is so much that God has in store for us, y'all, after this quarantine that we are in. If you guys can just keep your eyes on the prize, keep going. God wants to give us beauty for ashes some of the ashes that were in our life we didn't cause them sometimes as the lady um, in the blog says sometimes it's people sometimes it's a uh, persecution sometimes it's things that's not fair but let me tell you something when I was facing homelessness in 2019 I told God I cannot go back there I've already lived with my sister on her floor I just don't want to go back there and I began to tell him if it be your will Lord God I'll do it but I promise you I don't want to that's how I was talking to him so um when God opened up the door for us that we have can get our own place and it's when I say it's so peaceful y'all oh my God it pruned me plus it's a peaceful place come on and sometimes in order to get to that peaceful place and God you have to be pruned 
Come on, we have to be pur- purged. The things in us that can no longer go to the next level has to die because we are to die daily to the flesh and the carnality side of us. So that's what I had to go through. So when God opened up that door for me, first, before he opened the door, I was crying and I was just telling him how unfair it wasn't. and It's just not fair. And you know how you go through things and be like, this is just not fair. I do good. I pay tithes. I, you naming all the things that God already know you do. <laughs> and you telling him about it. And you just telling him it's not fair. So I went to church and the pastor was preaching and he said I believe his title of that session was it may not be fair but it's favorable oh my god when I tell y'all I started to cry and worship God some things just may not seem fair but I promise you if you are on the Lord's side it's going to work out in your favor we just have to keep going and don't give up and we have to know that the parent the father God he knows what's best for us we don't always know but he knows what's best for us even when we don't understand he knows what's best for us you guys do you understand what I'm saying it's just so awesome he is just so good and merciful he's a merciful God so that revelation was it may not be fair but it's favorable and I promise you the favor of God is resting upon our lives in this season he has kept us thus far no hurt harm or danger can come near our dwelling and he is just a good God to his children and every promise is still yes and amen and he is not a God that he shall lie no the son of man that he shall repent have you ever said it and not came to pass come on His word will not return back into him void, y'all. I'm just excited right quick. But I just wanted to give you just a a little bit about what I'll be writing about. The book is going to be powerful. I promise you I've been praying on it. I've been walking by faith and not by website. I have not let the website rush me. You know, sometimes that's why I said we have to know our weaknesses. We have to know our distractions, I should say, and know that we have to balance those things out don't compare yourself to other people compare yourself to the word of God and see where you are and he'll let you know what you need to do and where you need to be and he will accelerate you into the next level of your life wherever the enemy has tried to cut you short to where the enemy has tried to make you stumble God will take you and catapult you into the next level of your life you won't miss a beat because it's his plan he has a divine plan for all of our lives so y'all God is going to give you beauty for ashes and just stay connected to him continue to pray remember to pray from a place of victory if you are believing God for your loved one if you are believing God to save and um, set free your husband or your um, family members your co-workers when I tell you all to just believe continue to believe because what's impossible with man is so possible with God and that's the word of God we can take that to the bank and cash it I promise the check won't bounce <laughs> all right y'all so blessings again when I tell you I'm going to reveal more as time go on I promise I am don't forget about my two books the first one which is entitled single don't mean sorrow find your purpose and prosper the second one is my teller made man is never too late to wait when I tell you I waited 
I put that flesh on the cross. I nailed it to the cross. I started to find the value in myself. I knew that I was better than just one night. And now I get to spend a life on earth with the man of God that he has prepared for me. So I tell you all that it's never too late to wait whatever you waiting on God for. Make it up in your mind today that I will wait upon the Lord and he shall renew your strength. He will renew your joy. He will renew your youth. You're not too old and it's not too late. <laughs> I know the tricks of the enemy. That's something that he was telling me. But I promise you all, it's going to get greater later. God is going to give you beauty for ashes. He is just that good of a God. So you all be encouraged and be blessed and tune in to the next episode of the NIM podcast. Also, go check out my website at annbillingsley.net. You can go into the contacts there and leave your, your name and your email. If you all need to pray, if you all need to talk, I am here for you. Um, just continue to pray for me as I for you. And as always, keep going and be blessed. <laughs>